This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Marjorie Pennett. I'm Elizabeth Reese. This is Bested the Nest, the podcast that's all about creating strong, beautiful, comfortable nests that prepare us to fly. It is time for our July Watch, Read, Listen. We don't run in August, but that's okay. This is what we were doing in July. I think that counts. We're just about on time. Okay, so let's let's just dig right into it because we have a lot to discuss. What have you been watching? What are you into? Such a good month of watching. My favorite thing, I've got two things. I've got a late edition, so I'm going to do this quickly. But my favorite series that I can't binge, and it's kind of driving me nuts, is on Apple Plus right now, and it's Hijack. Ah, yes. Have you heard about this? Well, I heard about it because um, Idris Elba is in it, and I listened to the episode of Smartless, uh, the podcast with Jason Bateman, and I listened to that, and I really enjoyed hearing his conversation, and, um, and so he was mentioning the show hijack and i'm such a fan of his because you know the wire the wire i still say is the best show that has ever been made on television and that's where i was first introduced to him and he was unbelievable in that show and so this has been on my list is it good oh oh it's so good it's so good elizabeth and it's and they're dropping them once a week so i can't i can't even contain myself when one episode ends and i can't just binge if this were all already uploaded I would have watched all of it in one night. It's 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 so so good, and Idris Elba is amazing in it. I've never seen The Wire, so this makes me think I should go back and watch The Wire, because I've never seen it. But it's suspenseful. Uh, it's just so good. I'm not going to tell you. It's about a hijacking, so that's obvious. If you are not watching this yet, my recommendation, because this is my personality, would be to wait till they all drop so you can binge it. Just watch mm. it all at once. It would be so awesome. I know, so, but or you could just watch one episode of a time and enjoy it. Like what what's happening with you? <laughs> Same thing that always happens with me. <laughs> okay, so my late edition, and I won't go into great detail on this one either, is Women in Gold. So I couldn't sleep two nights ago. I mean, I couldn't sleep at all. It's 1:30 in the morning and I'm wide awake. And yeah. so I thought I'm just gonna watch a movie. So I went into Netflix, and Netflix is just a sea of things I don't understand and I don't want to watch. And then somehow this movie, I, I came across this movie. Have you seen it? Woman in Gold. No. It's with Helen Mirren, Ryan Reynolds, and it's it's based on the true story of Maria Altman, who was a Jewish woman who went to fight the Austrian government 
to take back the artwork that was stolen from her family by the Nazis. Wow. It's so, Helen Marin's outstanding. Ryan Reynolds is outstanding. He plays the young lawyer, came out in 2015. I, of course, after I watched the movie, I had to do the deep dive on the true story. So it follows the true story pretty closely, but it's just, it's a phenomenal movie. It's just a, and it, it really is so beautifully, they, they switch back and forth between the Nazi invasion of Austria and then her in real time as she's fighting the government to retrieve or to, to, to take back her, the, the things that were stolen from her family. But it gives you a real sense of, it portrays it so heartbreakingly, the sense of loss that she experienced, not only because of what the Nazis took from her, but the family members that were killed and the heartbreak of having to flee your homeland. Yeah. So, a, a beautiful, beautiful movie. So that's what I I'm, think what I was watching. I think I remember now that you're describing this when it came out. And is Woman in Gold, is that the name of one of the paintings? Is, it is the name. Is that of what the, it was? It is. And it's the name of the painting that the Nazis gave to the painting. It was named um, the Portrait of Adele. And then I can't remember her last name. So the 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 painting was actually named after the woman who it was a portrait of. And the Nazis changed the name because the woman in the painting was Jewish. Oh, Jeez. Wow. That's a good recommendation. I love some of those, like, you know, it's not old, but it's older to, and you might've missed it. I got to watch that. Yeah. Beautifully done. Very good. Okay. So I am watching, we, we actually watched this a little bit in the car on the way to a cabin because we like to watch comedy specials, which just Jay's driving. He's not watching. I am watching it, but I'm, he's listening to it. And Jim Gaffigan has a new comedy special out on Amazon prime. It's called dark pale. This is his 10th comedy special. I just think he's funny. I really like Jim Gaffigan. He's kind of known as the king of clean comedy. Right. He is entertaining. This one, he does go a little darker and he kind of does some weird quirky jokes. But if you like Jim Gaffigan, I think that you will like it. And it's it always is a good reminder to me, like Jay and I love watching comedy specials together. And I think it just feels good to laugh, especially you can do this if you're on a car because you've just like, we were on our way to cabin and the day that we left, it was 97 oh. degrees in oh. the twin cities it was so freaking hot and humid. I was sweating. I looked like I was in my sauna when I got into the car. <laughs> and so we weren't needling at each other too much. Like we were really in good spirits, but we, right. you know, when you're just we were like, oh man, it's so hot. And the kids, yeah. of course, you get in the car, they're immediately asking for stuff. Right. And so we just turned on this comedy special and we had fun listening to it. And you can listen to it with your kids around. But we, you know, if you watch it on Amazon Prime, it's Jim Gaffigan, Dark Pale. I say, go for it. And I saw a headline from a review of the special and they said he goes a little, exactly what you said, he goes a little darker, but it works. Like, yeah, like it's it's a good thing. So right now I'm reading a book called The Lotus in a Sea of Fire. It was written in 1967. This is a book that was recommended to me by my son Campbell. And it's by Thich Nhat Hanh. I hope I'm saying his name correctly. A Vietnamese monk who is sort of considered, I guess, the sort of the, the father of mindfulness. Mm. So a lot of, you'll see a lot of quotes by him. He was very prolific, wrote a lot. But in 1967... I wanted to start here. I wanted to understand him more about him. So I wanted to, this was his first book that he wrote in the midst of the Vietnam War. So it's more a historical 
look at the situation that Vietnam was in in 1967 and why Americans would never really understand the true fabric of the Vietnamese people. Yeah. And it's very interesting because of the confluence of religions in, in Vietnam. So it's, a, it's more of a history of that as opposed to his later works, which are about, um, he sort of is, is credited with the idea of bringing modern Buddhism to the West, what they called engaged Buddhism. So a lot of people, you, you would probably see quotes of his without even knowing that they were his. But anyway, the book's very interesting from a historical perspective. So that's what I'm reading right now. How about you? Ooh, that sounds good. I'm just starting to read on Audible something that I've had downloaded for a while, and I've followed the work of the authors quite a bit. And it's called Sacred Cow, and it's by Diana Rogers and Rob Wolf. And Rob Wolf has a podcast. So does Diana, I think. But they've worked together very closely. Rob and his wife own the company Element, L-M-N-T. Hmm. And they do a lot of advertising on podcasts too, but it's like an electrolyte drink. So it's salt and then it has magnesium and stuff in right. it. And I am like addicted to it. I hmm. love it so much. It's like my favorite beverage. And you know, I'm real sticky about like colors right. and sugars right. and all this stuff. So it has none of those things. And it's really amazing, especially because I use the sauna or the sauna as the Finns say so much that I use it for electrolyte replenishment. It's also side note, really great. If you've had a cocktail before drink another drink, one of them before bed to sort of rehydrate, <laughs> but they wrote this book together called sacred cow and they've talked about it a lot. And I've listened to podcasts with them and I follow their work on Instagram. And it's really interesting because there is this whole environmental narrative that meat production in, is inherently bad for the planet. And they really go through all of these, all of the evidence and the studies and the explanations that say that's not really true, that there are lots of ways that raising meat is not great for the planet, but meat raised properly is restorative to the planet and necessary. And then they talk a lot about the health benefits of eating meat. And what I like about them, and again, like I haven't read the whole book and I'm just starting it, but I'm familiar with these two and I'm familiar with their work. What I like about them is that they are very evidence-based and it is not on, it's not an emotional extreme, like everyone should be a carnivore only, or everyone should right. be a vegan only, you know, right. which I think we're so in this like polarizing diet of like, you should only eat this. They are very much about the health benefits of beef in particular and how the completeness of the food and all the things. And I just think when you kind of throw around like, this is bad for the planet or this is bad for the planet. It's, I mean, you know this because your son's work in sustainability, Marjorie, like it's much more complicated than that. Oh yeah. It's, oh, yeah. it's not just like this one thing is killing us. And I fundamentally will not agree that animals, animals are bad for the planet. I just don't believe that. I think there are lots of man-made things that are not great for the planet. Animals not being one of them. One of them. Um right. so so and and this is really helpful for me because I've I've had that belief and I am a former vegetarian. Let me just tell you, I was a vegetarian for 4 years in my 20s. But I have since, you know, I do a lot of research on on types of meat and all these things. And they also really helped to open my eyes to not necessarily thinking that like 
it has to be the best raised quality meat in order to still be a nourishing food. And so their their perspective is just interesting. So I'm going to recommend reading this book, Sacred Cow, even though I'm just starting it on Audible because I think that their perspectives are worth it. And if you haven't, you can follow them on Instagram and get a lot of their free information to Diana Rogers and Rob Wolf. And you should try Element. I'm not sponsored by Element, but I would like to be. They're great. Yeah, I um that's the first thing I picked up on. But that the the idea of because I live with two vegetarians and so I'm really interested in in they both feel better for not eating meat, but I am a little bit curious about what they might be losing because they're not eating meat. So I don't eat a lot of meat, but I am not a vegetarian. You know, it's mostly I eat what people cook for me. And since they're vegetarians, I mostly don't get meat. So but I just went out last week and had like the best cheeseburger. So I yeah, I can. Yeah, it was so good. It was so good. Okay, I love that. So you should read this though, Marjorie. I'd I be will. interested in what you think about it. I will. I, I, because I'll, I'll download that on Audible. I actually have three credits. I've been out of credits for a long time, mostly because of David Sedaris and my obsession with David Sedaris. And I have <laughs> pretty much purchased on Audible everything he's ever written. But my, my listen for this month is I'm going back to re-listen to a book called by David Sedaris called Theft by Finding. Theft by Finding Diaries. They're his diaries from 1977 to 2002. And I've mentioned this before in a watch read listen. I'm re-listening to it because I realized I missed about half of it because I was listening to it when I was going to bed and I would fall asleep. <laughs> so I'm I'm listening to the parts that are completely unfamiliar, which is way more than I thought. So I think I think truly when I was listening to this, I would listen about 10 minutes and then go to sleep and it would run for two hours. So, um, but with, but if you're interested in writing, this is why I'm re-listening to it. He started keeping a journal in 1977. He's a wonderful writer. Most writers will tell you, if you want to be a great writer, you need to read a lot, obviously, but you often need to, to write a lot. You need to sort of mm-hmm. get the bad out of you. And you also need to be really good at noticing what's going on around you. And so the idea that he kept a journal, I think something like at least 10 years or 15 years before he was ever published, he was writing daily in a journal. And these are his journal entries. And I I kind of find it inspiring. And I'm trying to inspire myself to start a journal, which I have not had one since college. And I want to do that again. And so it's kind of inspiring me to do that, I think, maybe. So I'm re-listening to it, mostly to also hear the parts that I missed while I was sleeping. (laughs) What are you listening to? Okay, so I want to encourage everyone to listen to the initials game on KFAN. So um, if you're not familiar with KFAN, you might think that it's uh, a radio station for your husband, which, you know, it kind of is. My husband is super into it. But it is the kind of a sports talk radio station in the Twin Cities, but they do a lot more than sports. And Corey Cove, who is um, one of the main guys on the Power Trip Morning Show, he created this game called the initials game. Have I talked about this with you, Marjorie? No. Okay, so just I am playing the initials game on KFAN again on August 18th. So you can mark your calendar and listen in the morning and please listen because I'm up against a whole bunch of guys deliver something good. But it's such a brilliant game. What Corey does every week is he gives the participants a set of initials. So, for example, Marjorie, it could be MP. Okay, the initials are MP. And then each question um, or each answer, I should say. Uh, is going to be a two word answer that begins with M and then the next letter begins with, or the next word begins with P and he'll give you up to six clues 
that you use to try to guess what the word or phrase or name or something is. Okay. So like clue number one could be hosted a radio show with her husband, Ian, for nearly a decade. And then nobody gets it. And then it's the next clue hosts a podcast with the one and only Elizabeth Reese. And then I would say Elizabeth, my name, and I would say Marjorie Punnett, ding, ding, ding. And then I get it right. It's so fun to play. So we listen to initials all the time because Jay is obsessed with it. And if you go to your podcast, you can you can certainly listen to the entire Power Trip Morning Show if you want. You can also just go to Initials Game and it'll be on it and it's its own podcast. Oh, that's brilliant. And you can play along. You and Ian will have so much fun with this, Marjorie. I'm oh, telling you. And great. you can play with Campbell too. He's going to love it. And then what you do is you play along with the participants. He also has a board game. So he has two editions of like the cards that do that you can, this is, it's so great to bring to a cabin or to have when you're sitting around on a cozy night or whatever. Um, But Corey is a genius for coming up with this game and it's wildly popular. And he does um, a tournament that just launched and I'm in the tournament. And I, so I play August 18th and I've never won I've played, I think this will be my fourth time. I've never won, but each time I've started to get better and I've rung in more times. The first time I played, I was paralyzed and I was like sweating. I was so stressed. (laughs) I couldn't even do it, but it's been getting better. So um, you can have fun with it. And I think, you know, we always talk about like, it's fun to have things that if you're in, if you're in a marriage with a man and maybe they're not always into the same things that you are, maybe you don't always consume the same media. This is something that you guys will both be into and if you're in minnesota and you're married to a man he is probably already obsessed with it that's great so oh i love where, that where i'm at i love that yeah ian and i are still we don't we do wordle uh and then we do yeah. have you have you done the octurtle yet no it's eight at a time wow which is really fun they talk they talk about that on the um the podcast with jason bateman jason bateman Matt Damon and somebody else are in a Wordle group together and they do Octurtle. And it's fun because Octurtle, so it, it's an app, they time you. So you can figure <laughs> out how fast. So it's just basically you're playing eight words at this. It's just like Wordle, but you're doing eight words at one time. It's the timing because Wordle doesn't time you. It's the timing that's really fun to see how fast you can do it. So I, I imagine we will love the initials game. That'll be That'll be a great thing for us to do. Have some fun with it. I love it. All right, that's the... Watch, read, listen, right? Did we cover everything? We sure did. Wow. How efficient, Marjorie Pine. I'm impressed with us. It's a good moment. Um, okay. If you're enjoying this podcast, thanks for hanging out with us. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a little review ski at Apple Podcasts. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Best of the Nest. We are the podcast that brings you home.